Are you searching for purpose of life? Discover your true identity. Stay tuned to Shalom World. Greetings to you and welcome wherever you are watching this throughout the world, whatever nation you are in. I am so delighted to be speaking with you today. It is just a privilege to speak with you in this series leading up to the Feast of Pentecost, that amazing, beautiful day, that moment where the Spirit of the Most High God came down on the apostles in the upper room. The early church was filled with power from on high and they were sent out to not only go and preach the good news, but to have that good news confirmed through signs, wonders and miracles. I'm delighted to speak with you today about the power of the Holy Spirit of God, how we can receive power. We have been commissioned and ordained and anointed to receive power when we confess and believe in Jesus Christ as Lord. In the book of Acts, and we've been reading so many amazing scriptures in these weeks post Easter from the book of Acts. Acts 1 verse 8 says, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be my witnesses. God has given us, his children, his sons and daughters on planet earth, power to witness to the kingdom of heaven on earth. All through the gospels as well, Jesus spoke about the power and authority that he had anointed, that he had commissioned, that he had appointed for the apostles to carry. In the book of Luke, chapter 10, verse 19, Behold, I give you authority and power to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We know in the other gospels as well, Jesus says to his disciples, you will lay hands on the sick and you will, and they will recover. You will be able to cast out demons in my name. And further, well, in fact, just before that uh, reading in, in Luke, still in the chapter 10, but earlier in verse 17, the apostles, the 70 returned after they'd been commissioned. They returned with joy, it says, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. They'd already seen it, the 70 that were sent out. They saw, they had experienced that power to cast out demons in the name of Jesus. That's any demonic spirit. That's any evil spirit that does not line up with the Word of God. Any spirit that does not line up with His sovereign rule, His truth. We have the power over that spirit to bind it and break it in Jesus' name and cast it out. In the book of John, this is one of my favourite, favourite scriptures about the power and authority that we have as believers. In John 15 verse 7, Jesus says, If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask whatever you desire and it will be done for you. And he goes on to say, by this, 
my Father is glorified. When you receive whatever you ask for in prayer, God is glorified. It gives us something to testify and witness to the unbelievers in the world when we can tell them, I ask this of the Lord and because I believe that God will ask, will, will provide whatever I ask for, I have received it. Look at what has happened in my life. This gives evidence to unbelievers of the miraculous power of God Almighty. This is what we are called to witness, as it says, as I said earlier in Acts 1 verse 8. If you abide in my word and my words, these words, the truth of scripture, if they abide in you, you will ask whatever you desire and it will be done for you. There's so many variations of this scripture and similar supporting scriptures all through the Gospels. Another one is Matthew 21, 22. And this is actually the screensaver on my mobile phone because I want to see this and I need to see this every day. This reminder, these are the words of Jesus. Matthew 21, 22, it says, whatever things you ask for in prayer, believing you will receive it. The verse before that, it says, Jesus said, Assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will say to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and it will be done. And again, verse 22, whatever things you ask in prayer, believing you will receive. As I said, that's the screensaver on my phone because I want to live my daily Christian walk believing this stuff. We are called to be water walkers. Jesus said, he called out, Peter, he said, come out, come out of the boat, walk on water. I know believers, Christians who, that's how they describe themselves. They say, I am a water walker. And I want to believe, believe this water walking faith as well. I want to believe that I can, if I have the faith, even the size of a mustard seed, a tiny little seed of faith, I can speak to my mountain and command it in Jesus' name to be cast out into the sea. I recently heard a great story about a miraculous healing. Some are sort of smaller, more personal stories of more God weeks that are particular to me, but I think you'll be edified and, and strengthen your faith by hearing them. Now, I had a friend a few years ago who was finding it very difficult to fall pregnant. And for many years, she and her husband had been trying different reproductive technologies and different things to fall pregnant, but to no avail. Anyway, she'd never really had anybody really faith-filled pray over her and with her. And at an event one day, I said, oh, look, you know, would you like me to pray for you? I really believe that the Lord can heal whatever's wrong and that he can bless you with a child. And so she was very receptive and we sat together at this event and, and prayed. And I declared that whatever was wrong in her womb or whatever was wrong in her body or in anything to do with her and her husband's health, that it be healed in Jesus' name and that a child would be conceived. Lo and behold, six months later, I got the report that she was in fact pregnant and that couple now have a beautiful little girl. And that is after years of infertility, years and years of infertility. And I believe it was a faith-filled prayer coming from a faith-filled believer. And this woman standing with me, believing this, that achieved the desired result. Jesus says we can ask for anything. And that is what I asked for. I asked for a child in his name for this woman. 
six months later, she was blessed. And one is actually very recently, this week. I do weights and Pilates, and this week I actually managed to strain my wrist. And this very rarely happens, because I'm usually very, very careful about the way that I do my exercises, but it certainly did strain. And so for two or three days, there was this pain in my wrist, and I was here preparing for this message about the power of the Most High God. I said, Lord, I'm talking about this. I, I need to have proof of this in my life this week. You said, Lord, if I claim your healing power over any illness, any disease, that you will heal me. And I said, Lord, I need a healing for this wrist. I'm preaching about it this week. I need to see it in my own life. And I pray the scriptures, Psalm 103 verse three, the Lord takes away all of our iniquities and heals all of our diseases and injuries. This scripture from Matthew 21, 22, ask anything in my name and you will receive it. I claim that over my wrist. And this morning as I was having my prayer time and preparing for this message, I, I recalled it. I'd actually forgotten that it had been sore, completely healed. Here is a current victory story here in this wrist. The Lord God wants to heal us. He wants that power to manifest in our daily life, in ordinary everyday situations like a strained wrist from the gym. I believe that whoever's watching this today has a message for them from God. God wants you to know that His healing power is not just for other people. I think too many of us can get lulled into that, that, that feeling and that belief that yes, God is able, but is He able and willing to do it for me? Well, I've got an answer for you today. The answer is yes. We know that God wants every person to experience his healing, every person to experience his power, every ex person to experience that love that surpasses anything that we could ever hope for or dream for or imagine. That power is for you today. And I pray right now, whoever's watching this, that your heart would be receptive and open to receive that power, to come into whatever area you need that power to manifest in, and that you would experience a victory in that area today in Jesus' name. Now, this power that we speak about and that Jesus spoke about, it was available to every believer. But we know that in parts of the gospel, Jesus said to the disciples, these things can come out only by prayer and fasting. There were some things that needed more than just a laying on of hands to come out. Some things needed a real digging down in the spirit realm for that extra oomph, that extra power from heaven. I know that many of you would have prayed novenas over the course of your Christian Catholic life. We know that the Catholic Church has a rich, rich, rich history of many saints who've advocated the power of novenas. And we know that that novena prayer, that nine day prayer, originates from Mary and the apostles praying for nine days between the ascension of Jesus ascending into heaven and Pentecost. So that novena faith tradition that we have relates to this time, this Pentecost, pre-Pentecost time. Now novenas, that's a, a nine day prayer and fast, is I think an untapped resource in the life of many Christians and many Catholics. We can ask for the intercession of Our Lady. We can ask for the intercession of one of our favourite saints to stand with us for that nine days, interceding with us, for us, as we petition the Lord for whatever we need. 
Now I want to tell you that I have had in my life many, many novenas that have been said for me and by me. And I can tell you not one of those novenas have failed. I have to give a special shout out to St Jude because St Jude, the patron saint of hopeless cases, and really ain't we all, he is a powerful intercessor and a powerful compadre in a novena who can pray and intercede for an impossible situation in your life. We know that God specialises in impossibles. Impossibles are where God starts. Miracles are what God does. And I can tell you that a situation in my life a few years ago was a tangible example of God's power coming through through a prayer and fast. Now, I had decided to do a 54-day novena for a particular job situation that I wanted change in, that I wanted breakthrough in. This was a job career situation that I'd been praying about and really seeking and desiring for years. And I'm sure anybody who's listening who's desired and been seeking something for years knows what that feel, feels like. You can range from excitement and anticipation to despair and hopelessness that it's, it's never going to happen. The doubts and fears that come on you through the journey, it's certainly a, a massive mountain to overcome, to, to get and to reach that thing that you've wanted and desired for so many years. And that's the position that I was in. And to be honest, in the natural, not only did it seem impossible, in the natural, it was impossible. This thing, this job that I wanted, that I desired was very difficult, very sought after. As I said, in the natural, impossible to get. But I know, as I said, a God who specialises in the impossible. And so I knuckled down at this time and I asked my prayer warrior friends and family around me to pray with me. And I decided, I said to the Lord, I am doing a 54-day novena for this prayer intention. I'm believing to get this job as a result of this prayer intention. So I did the series of novenas and I asked for the intercession of Our Lady and also St Jude. And I declared it and I was speaking it out loud. And let me tell you, you need to speak something in the spirit realm to see it. You need to confess so that the spirit realm and the natural realm knows what you are believing God for. And I started telling people, I said, I really believe I'm gonna get this job. I really believe I'm gonna get it. And I just said it, I said it in faith. And you know, that takes guts and courage because you're risking falling flat on your face in front of all of these people that you've told, I'm believing for this. But I knuckled down and I, I continued praying and I did the rosary every day throughout this time. It came to the end of it and the final day of this novena, nothing to show for it, but I had a faith. I had a faith and an expectancy on the inside of me. Let me tell you, within one month of finishing that novena, I had the job and it was bigger and better than I could have even imagined. I knew that the Lord God had sent his hand from heaven to earth and hand delivered that job to me as a result of my faith and belief in God's word. It says, you can ask whatever you will in my name and I will give it to you. And some of those things need to really be dug into through prayer and fasting. So in desiring the power of the Holy Spirit 
to desire that power to manifest in our life, we need to do what God's Word tells us to do. The Psalms and the Proverbs are full of great advice and not just advice, but commands from God about how we are to live if we want to live victoriously in Christ. It says in Proverbs 18, 21, life and death are in the power of the tongue and those who indulge it shall eat the fruit of it, whether for life or death. That means that we are eating the fruit of our words, whether they be for good or for bad, whether they be for life or for death, we are eating, we will enjoy the fruits of it or endure the fruits of it if they be bad fruits. We need to remember this because too often we let our words just flow unfiltered out of our mouth without realising that our words are creating our future. Words have creative power. And if we are speaking words of life and death and negativity over our life and over our loved ones, God forbid, we are creating a negative death culture future for ourselves. We need to remember what God's Word says. We need to speak what God says into our life. Another scripture that relates to this is in Romans 4.17 says, As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. In the presence of him who he believed, God gives life to dead things and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. Our God in heaven, the God who created us, gives life. He can give life to dead things and he calls things that do not exist as though they did. God gives life to dead things. We know in the, in the scriptures in the Old Testament, God gives life. He brings dead dry bones back to life. That is what our God does. He, he, he was raised from the dead. He raised people from the dead. He gave us, his disciples, the power to raise people from the dead as well. He gave us power in our tongue, as it says in Proverbs 18. He gave us power to create life over dead situations, to create life in our life. We have that power and we need to use it. Use it for good and not for bad. That means speaking over your life, over your spouse, over your children, the things that God says about them. If God says you are loved and cherished, you better tell yourself that you are loved and cherished. If you are repeating things that don't line up with God's word, if you're in fact saying the opposite or negative things, you're aligning yourself with what the devil says. The devil says those things, but God is only ever speaking life and light over you. And if we are to be children living in victory, the victory that God gave us, we need to be speaking those same words over our life. So I really want to encourage you today and I want to declare some of those words over your life today, that you're going to make a quality decision today to only speak life over your life, to only speak God's words of power over your life, to really believe that if God says it in His Word, it is true for you. It's not just for those disciples in ye old days back in Jerusalem. This is, and it's also not just for the saints from the 17th century. This is for you. This is for the saints here on earth now in 2020. So I pray that whatever you need in your life today in terms of a physical healing or a financial provision or a relationship breakthrough, 
We can stand on the Word of God, believing it together, that what He says will come to pass in your life. I pray, Lord God, that You would give these people, these viewers today, that power, that manifestation, that healing. We stand in the the receptive flow of Your Spirit power today, Lord God. We receive that power, Lord God, and we believe that whatever we need in our life today, You will provide it in abundance according to Your promise. We pray these things in Jesus' mighty Name, and I pray that you have a blessed day. A lot of talk in our church today about the new evangelization and we might ask well what's new about the new evangelization one thing that's new is that we're trying to renew the faith in people who should already be catholic should already be christian individuals families communities whole cultures that need to rediscover the gospel and so what's new is that they're getting a new shot in the arm of faith of evangelization another thing that's new about it is the way that we do that and the new media and groups like Shalom World TV are very important for bringing the gospel anew to our cultures, to our families, to each of us individually. And so I encourage all the viewers of Shalom World TV and I encourage uh, Shalom World TV themselves to keep up the good work, uh, to keep watching this channel and to keep up the good work of presenting the Catholic faith to our world today.